everybody and welcome to the Scale the Good podcast. This episode is a part of the uh, Purpose Pivot series and we are going to have a special conversation today. I am Randula De Silva, founder CEO of Good Life X and I'm Saseni Vijayagunavardhana, communications Jedi of Good Life X. Sweet. So today's conversation is going to be special. Uh, not because Sasen is special, um, she is, but uh, because uh, we we are going to talk about a few special things. Um, one thing that makes today unique, because um, for today, Sasen is completing her one year with us uh, of coming on board as a, um, a full-time person away from the internship and, and uh, coming in as full-time. Um, and also, we are having this conversation, um, and that's special because there's quite a few um, similarities in Sasenis and, and my uh, background and journey. Um, to begin with, we went to the same school. That's special. Um, literally, she was in grade one when I was doing my A-levels, so like like almost another generation here um, we're talking about. Uh, and also, not only the uh, school, but she also went to the same university as I did, University of Colombo, and she was in the same faculty, the Faculty of Management and Finance. Um, so all of this uh, makes it pretty unique. Um, I have to say, when Saseni um, applied to uh, GLX, I didn't interview her uh, because she... Um, applied for internship position and it was two of my other uh, teammates who interviewed her um, and she was obviously selected uh, as a top scorer and once she was absorbed into the company uh, as an intern only I heard that she went to the same school and went to the same university I was very excited to meet her um, and then that was the beginning of a long uh, long journey um, and we've done so much of exciting fun stuff together so far uh, so Sasini let's start with you um, how did school and how did the university um, give you a foundation or a, a, a background, positive, negative, um, for where you are right now? I mean, you're just starting your journey. I sound like Achiyama when I say this, but <laughs> um, you're, you're in your mid-20s. But would love to hear from you how it shaped um, your journey. Um, yes, so my background... And my foundation, like I've been at Muses College for the th- for 13 years. And it definitely shaped me into the person who I am now because uh, it changed my personality, my views and perceptions about life. And being in a, um, you know, all-girls school and how to handle, you know, what's thrown at you in life. And also... Definitely my academic choices and, you know, what I what I am today and what I followed in even in university definitely shaped me into who I am today. And it was it gave me a strong foundation for my professional life, you know, Um, and also just like you said, there are some negatives that uh, both of these places like um, I experienced from both of these places Um, um, and so talking about academically, uh, University of Colombo and also Muses College, uh, I, it made me strong and gather, let, uh, allowed me to gather all the skills and knowledge and everything that I'm still using in my day-to-day life. And uh, I think um, among the Buddhist girls' schools in Sri Lanka, I think... Uh, 
we had a big advantage of being around good uh, academic staff and all in school and also in university of colombo um, you can't say that uh, you know you can't say it's not the best place to learn and do the, my higher studies but so that choice both those choices i mean i owe it to my parents for getting me into muses college and definitely uh, university of colombo was well uh, my choice with all my hard work that i put into um so definitely all the uh, you know my relationships and my networks and everything was built around school and uh, university that's something that i owe it to and also my academic background um but coming from like even though i was at muses i studied the local curriculum and moving into university of colombo i was studying the local curriculum uh, apart from most of my friends who were enrolled in private universities and who were abroad um all that i felt that i'm just uh, you know inside one sort, sort of frame that we uh, you know the local the typical local stu- yeah typical local st- undergraduate and a school student will follow uh, uh the structure was um, so let me put it like this so it's not the uh, it's like something uh, oh my god this is so hard to describe but um yeah so i think the structure that they define success and accomplishment was much different than from i think what others define it and we were inside that kind of box and frame so that we had to get through you know to achieve success and get that accomplishment the sense of accomplishment we had to follow that right so you mean passing exams and getting high scores is that what you mean uh, that too and the definition of success is different from what i now see right um so that is one big negative that impacted me but uh, i don't look at it as a negative because it drove me to where i am now but for some people it might be too much of pressure right? so and it happened both at university and also in school both places there's Uh, because i don't know w- what the difference is but is the same pretty much the same in school and university so i think um that's basically my foundation and i think similarly you must have gone through something like that yeah. because it's the same places yeah. absolutely so i'm going to hold that for a little moment because there's somebody very noisily washing the dishes no okay okay so i will continue um yeah definitely went through uh, a similar background and i think during my time that was 12 years before you right uh, i did my levels in 2006 um similar maybe perhaps worse oh i don't know uh, but definitely similar if not worse um so in school uh, pressure to achieve um and not because that school is such a uh, a place but that entire education system if you take any school in sri lanka um that's following the local curriculum or even maybe international curriculum it's the same uh that pressure to achieve 
uh, that and that's coming from this island mentality i don't i don't blame just the education system but the system is maintained by a uh, 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 status of mind right uh, and the society so it it was pretty much that like get good scores um, be top of the class and and achieve 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 um and i never did um never been to a single prize giving in my life except for the last one because that too i was the head cop or the head prefect um and this is the reason that got me to actually study hard and pass a levels because one particular teacher uh during my a level time uh passed a comment not to me but to my friends to say uh randula would n- n- never pass her a levels she will fail in fact she would only go to the prize giving school prize giving to give her a speech um as the head prefect because she's never seen a single prize giving anyway um this really pissed me off and i'm glad she said that because that made me kind of want to prove a point and study really hard um and i think that's I, in the adult life that's a negative i worked out of i mean i i worked it out of me and i got over it to just kind of um prove somebody wrong i i don't do that anymore um but that worked out for me because i in the last 3 months i studied really really hard um with the help of one of my best friends charita who um helped me immensely because i had zero notes was never in class all of that um and i got qualified uh, to colombo university in fact i got qualified to the law faculty as well my marks were good enough to do law but I selected management. Um yeah, I think I'm happy I did. Uh, <laughs> looking at the legal system now. Um but uh, I, yeah, definitely that that was there. And um did that determine and define my future or my journey or how I have crafted it now? Um the fact that I wasn't first in the class and always the 12th or the 13th? No. um and i think your smartness or your ability to critically think or your uh, conduct uh, doesn't always always get defined by how much marks do you take in your exams um apart from exams i did a lot of other things in school it wasn't like i mean we are not anyway like the boys schools right we don't jump out of the wall and go lo- roaming around your inside school uh, when you are in a girls school so what i did other than being inside class was everything else drama to choir to um music to girl guiding to everything environmental society science society astronomical society like i was president of like 10 million societies <laughs> uh, because i loved it uh, and that helped me define um my leadership skills and what kind of ways i collaborate with others and how to work with people and how to make decisions in critical conditions so that made me street smart almost um and those kind of learnings also comes from school it comes from that environment it comes from that very secure and safe background before you go into the unsafe society right so i'm very glad that i got that exposure and there were teachers in school that encouraged me to get that exposure and there were teachers in school who saw the leader in me even though i wasn't the first in class who saw it in me to say hey let's let's um give her the opportunity let's give her the chance to become the head cop uh, and voted for me so that 
I became um, the the brave child uh, I was. I was a wallflower and then into being a public speaker, a brave girl, all of that. So that really defined me. Otherwise, I was this shy, meek girl in school who never spoke publicly. Was you know, it was a huge contrast uh, if you look at me now and look at me back in school. So that pivotal moment because somebody recognized that she has this in her defined me, and I'm very thankful to date um, for that happening. And then university, same story, right? I had five people in my department, uh, Department of uh, Business Economics. Um, I selected that because uh, I absolutely love economics, um, behavioral economics more than anything. Um, and again, never in class, always doing drama, always doing um, everything else, um, and got so much out of it. Uh, and this was the first time, like you, that I got into the society, that I got to be with and work with people from other religions because we were going to all Buddhist school, um, that we got to work with people uh, who were not in our same gender. We got to know boys, all of that. Um, and we got to work with them. Uh, so in... Uh, University also, everybody's like, you know, you need to get a first class. I'm like, no, I have, I have nothing to prove. Um, I know what I have in me, and that doesn't come through by, um, uh, how do you call it? Uh, it doesn't come by memorizing uh, everything that's in the curriculum and pouring it out at the exam, but it's everything else. So I was a rebel in that sense, and I'm like, you know what? If I don't have a first class, I know that's not going to define who I am and I'm just going to do everything else anyway. So I, I refused because I was almost embarrassed that you could just recite something, like memorize something and recite it on the paper and then that gives you the seal of approval, which I don't think is like a smart way. No insult to any of the other students who got a first class. They are incredibly hardworking, incredibly smart. Uh, my closest friend from university is like a five gold medalist. I have so much respect for her. She's currently uh, studying for her PhD uh, at, uh, at in Australia. They're incredibly fantastic people, but I that me not wanting to take that part does not make me any less. And I was confident that there was something else I was creating on my own, which I did. Um, so I think positives and negatives, and also it's how you let those frameworks work for you or define you. Uh, so I said no to them. You said yes to them. But at whichever point in life, um, you, you come to a point where you're very, very comfortable in whichever path you took. Um, so I think that, that was my um, experience in uni and um, school. Uh, what was the second question, Hari? Okay, it's here. Hari is the man. Um, okay, uh, at the very beginning stages of your career, what were the key motivators in the decisions you took? What was the greater purpose? Um, yeah, do you want to take that first? Uh, very beginning of your career is then with us? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so right after school, I actually joined one of the uh, big four audit firms and I was working with them as a training assistant for their yeah, forensics division so that was my first uh, 
big girl shop <laughs> i know <laughs> so i think before joining glx i had my fair share of working in other corporates in sri lanka and uh, getting exposed to those corporate cultures so and also i worked my internship i did for i was there for one year at one of the conglomerates in sri lanka as well and um, so playing both in those roles like being there and playing what like playing the part as a team um so my purpose and my motivation was to you know first of all to be a corporate you know to get that exposure that was one of my main motivators and to you know dress up and go to office and you know play that role that was one of my big motivators and i felt like you know i have a sense of responsibility and i'm the eldest of my family so i wanted you know look cool <laughs> so but slowly going into like playing my roles there i couldn't work for that long because university started soon than i expected so i uh, then moved into being an undergraduate full time and uh, after like uh, when the covid hit uh, and we were starting online lectures i then started my internship and uh, then only like right after getting that academic knowledge you know uh now f- when we are in school we get separate type of knowledge and skill set and that's different from what you get from university it's more specific management related and you know get the overall exposure and since i was specializing in marketing i was getting a bit of more you know academic knowledge and skills in related to that so when uh, i w- one motivating factor that i want i took with me when i was starting my internship was you know i'm now doing marketing i wanted to uh, see where i can go with what are the skills and the knowledge that i can gather and whether this um, career path suits me that's some that was another motivating factor for me to start my internship and um, then it was purpose my i'm still i think to be honest i'm still figuring out my purpose uh, since i'm just beginning my career but um there was always something in my mind the level like the way i work and the way i present myself and the way i handle things professionally when i went into that company it was so different and um you know the commitment level being an intern the commitment level and my responsibility i put into uh the role i saw that most of the seniors didn't have it with them and it was so difficult to get into that level so my boss that time he told me you know i see you're changing you were different when you came in you had a different type of professionalism and you know the way you handle things are different but don't uh, absorb into this culture you are not that he gave me a really good advice you are not that you are someone different just because they are like this you don't have to absorb it to you and uh, actually my motivation levels were dropping and you know i couldn't perform as i performed in the first few months and he told me um you know you're not you're not going to be, be here for long 
you're an intern you have a big future ahead of you and you don't have to absorb whatever these people the energy and you know the vibe and everything that they're giving out and the way they work you don't have to absorb it you don't have to be like them you can be yourself you can work and be that that words were very motivating and from there onwards i started working on to you know being myself and you know bringing my energy levels and the way i work and i didn't care whether the others did the same i just went on playing my role with my sense of responsibility and you know whatever i i was taught at university and you know from school and all of that really helped me to then slowly take the step towards you know i was there for vanya and to take the step and say you know i'm looking for something different uh this may not be the place but it's good that i started here because now i know where i should be heading right so the motivation was definitely high it's my first like official job after being an undergraduate now i'm starting my career officially in marketing and you know i'm moving towards that direction and i was given like a big responsibility of starting their own social media and likewise so that was there and slowly it started reducing but when he said that i realized yeah just because the culture and this because the rest of the team is like that i shouldn't be demotivated so i should play my role in the way i'm supposed to play it and um always have my uh, you know my energy bring coming into the company so they really appreciated it and i'm still in touch with many of my colleagues there who are like all my age and my same vibe and also my immediate bosses uh, few, both of them so really happy about that so motivating factor was definitely the chance that they gave me to be myself and bring my energy there so i think those are the two jobs that i played before coming into jlx and uh, last year so i was out of this job and i was you know there and it's was my final year in university and then i randomly jumped uh, like to the role at glx and then i moved here full time and i feel like i'm slowly uh, there are so many motivating factors coming to work here and you know being with the team um it's just one is definitely being myself but that i of course discovered when i was leaving my last job and then um there is some sense of satisfaction playing the role uh you know i started as a digital rockstar and then to moving into program associate and um at every point every week end of every week when i you know talk about my wins and losses in the meetings it's just um i get like that sense of i'm st- discovering my sense of purpose and sense like what uh, where i'm heading to and what i'm good at and the satisfaction i get when talking about it is i i don't think i can ever uh like put it into words how satisfied i feel because every day there's a new challenge like working here it's and working with the entrepreneurs and working with the teams external parties there's always a challenge but at the end it's always about how we overcame it as a team so i'm involved in different teams in the program teams and there are different programs and then there are different teams who i'm working with all that at the end how i get there and 
how big of a role that I have played there, that itself is a big motivating factor to me. I am discovering, definitely discovering my purpose and I, mm, I feel that I'm closer towards my purpose in life and uh, how I want it to impact the next few years of my life. And even though I'm still discovering it and still getting to the real purpose of my life, I feel um, work. my role at GLX is definitely guiding me there. And that itself is a big motivation for me. So, yeah, I think those are my points about motivation and finding my purpose. And I'm happy that I get to discover it sooner than most of people in my age who are starting off their career and discovering your purpose earlier in life is gonna I feel that I'm gonna have a big advantage in the coming years so that I know where I should be and where I should go down my journey thank you for that sharing um I mean a purpose and discovering your purpose or living connected to your purpose it's such a big topic um and there's a lot of almost pressure on people on companies uh, to discover this but it's also important to note that this is an evolving process it's to be able to live true to your heart's calling uh, or to yourself um and for me it can take different shapes and it has taken different shapes and outlets in different stages of my life and if I define purpose uh, of what it is to me it basically is if I have this one life how do I want to put it to use in the best possible way that will give me meaning uh, that will give somebody else meaning or uh, a significant um, uh, um impact or, or, or reason uh, with my existence and if that is a um, place that's po- that I come to is a place that I'm content then that's okay I don't need to have a, a black and white 100% clear picture but am I at peace there then it's okay then I'm meant to be there, then there is a purpose to be fulfilled there, and once that purpose is fulfilled, I move on. Um, and that's how I, has, I have always operated, and uh, that's a nice place to be. Um, so that with time, with age, with experiences, I grow. But I think at the very heart of things, it has never changed for me. I think outlet has always changed, and kind of um, the, the shape in which it operates has always changed. Um, but the very core of it has always been the same, and that is to really live my own, my, my most authentic life and um, give the ability for other people to live their most authentic life too. When I was very young, I think at the age of 16, my dream was to um, work with the UN. Um, so development sector was like the big dream um, but uh, right after school, my mother was a banker all her life and the immediate door she could open for me was uh, in an international bank. 
uh, in Sri Lanka. So I went there as an intern, like you, uh, I think I had a salary of 11,000 bucks or something. I was there for 10 or 11 months. Um, and there I was exposed to the corporate culture and international bank, right? So extremely proper. And I think I got groomed. And it was a very good thing that I went there first because I got groomed on how to dress, how to speak, what to do, what not to do, how boardrooms work, how um, bureaucracy, seniority, all of that works. And also because it was an international bank, even the CEO was addressed by his or her first name. So out of this Buddhist girls school culture where we were taught to worship everybody, uh, you are now addressing the senior most person as an intern by his name. Um, so so those kind of things uh, I learned very fast and, and the reasons behind it and the rationalities behind it, that helped me a lot. Um, uh, and even like um, I, 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 I still think of her very fondly today at Maheshaki who was like, yeah, who was in my department, um, who, who taught me like how to uh, dress properly and she was wearing like branded lipsticks and all of that. I'm like, oh my God, this girl is like the girl to look up to for fashion. Um, no, seriously. So, so these kind of small things makes a huge impact in your life. Um, and so, so that was the first thing. And then, of course, like you, I got into university. I never expected to get into university. Um, but I think in between, I also did a stint at the CIMA corporate office as a PR intern. So again, um, I learned how media works, how press releases work, how press conferences work, how press kits work at 19, right? And to date, these are things I'm so glad I learned at that age because it's just like another muscle that kicks in instinctively when we are doing our work now. Um, so, so that was very cool. And then I got into university and then uh, during university also I was doing a lot of side gigs um, just for fun because like I'm a person who can never do one thing but I want to have a lot of other things to juggle with which I find myself... Uh, being more, most productive when I do that. So I was also um, uh, an assistant to an event manager uh, who found me through university. So she was a university alum and then she had her own event, event management company. So I went in for her events and there I learned about flow plans, event management, invite lists, all of this stuff, how buffets work, how rates work, how rate cards work, how negotiations work, how all of that. Um, that was fun. <laughs> uh, but see... Even even through that whole journey, I know that those weren't there as like permanent things. Those were just part of a phase that I was going through and I never expected those places to define me, but I was adding value to whatever they were doing. They were adding value to whatever I wanted to be. And at the very core of my uh, intentions I still wanted to work with people with communities and therefore UN still was a dream to me so after I graduated my first job was Verite and I think this uh, Verite research um, there's two pivotal points in anybody's journey right what you do straight after school what you do straight after university um, so for me just like GLX was your first job after university for me the first job after university was Verite I again I didn't use any connections. I didn't have any connections to Verite, but it was just a newspaper ad that I just wrote and applied to. And um, uh, just like you saw us on LinkedIn, I saw them on newspaper. Um, and I applied for it. And they were family. They're still family. I was there only for like 
one and a half or two years and I developed products with them, the media analysis that, uh, that is still rolling out. Um, and I found family there. I found a lot of intelligent people there that I'm still very deeply connected to. And I learned so much about the political, socio-economical and media landscape in Sri Lanka, which comes... I can't say how important that learning was in my life because to date, the work that I craft, the work that I do, and the uh, civil society or the activist stuff that I do other than GLX um, is so deeply connected to my, my beginnings at Verite. Um, so th I'm so glad that these opportunities are there for Sri Lankans. As a child, I was so so curious in arts and sciences. I was junior science society president um, because I was such a science geek, okay? Uh, chemistry to everything. I was so curious about it and so was uh, I about natural sciences, like botany to plants to everything. Yeah, exactly. I was so, so curious. But the science route, where, does, where can that take me? I didn't have any guidance. Um, okay, doctor. No, I didn't want to become a doctor. I knew that. That's how it goes. Yeah. Science, doctor. No, I didn't want to become a doctor. So what do I do if I love botany and I love plants? What do I do? I didn't have anyone to talk to. I was the only child. Um, so, no. So, I think the easiest next choice was what is my best friend doing? She chose commerce. I love her. I'll do commerce too. And here I am still on that route, okay? So, and I had I let go of my um, my my deep involvement in art. I used to paint a lot. I used to do a lot of craft with my hands, a lot of stuff with my hands. Um, I am I used to act um, on stage uh, a lot, and I loved it. Um, I still did it while university, but I let it go in career came into play and you have to you have to make a living we don't I don't come from uh, a deep well of wealth or a you know trust fund background so I, you have to make means meet when you're an adult especially so art took a back seat and I miss it I really do and now with good life x I think this is where I'm really trying to like like marry together nature and and uh, private sector and uh, design and art and it's working out beautifully I think because there's very natural synchronies um, but I think when we make decisions because of different reasons to come back to truly who you are it takes time to undo um, so yeah I think that's something I wanted to share as well um, so um Okay, so uh, as time passed, did the motivators change and how so? How did or how does your purpose continue to evolve? Um, you want to go? Okay, so uh, as time evolved, did motivations changed? No, I think as time evolved, motivations got clearer for me. Um, because the more you try out different things, stuff that are recommended for you or comes your way with a yes or no or with how well you feel when you're in that premise or not it gets clearer whether this is for you or this is not for you if this is not for you then what is for me um, so this is one more thing that I don't want to do at least that's clarity right so I think with, with time motivations got 
more clearer uh, and that direction in life became became solid um which makes you move towards if you're constantly in a path of evolving and not stagnating it moves you to that point of you knowing yourself more and more it's about connecting to who you truly are and your people i think with good life x i'm so so fortunate that i have found a team i have found partners i have found experts i have found entrepreneurs that i can call family and i use the word family so much because again i'm an only child and you don't have siblings um you find family out there in the world as you grow up and these are people you spend time with you share your dreams with you share your vulnerabilities with you share your um moments of growth moments of breaking down all of this with and i found it with, with the community of glx and that's beautiful and together now i think as we move forward this there's more and more motivations that come into fulfilling the purpose um so it it uh, it broadens it and brings it clarity i think and uh, in all the places that i've worked in like till the very recent past everything has added value and clarity to that place i want to go to um by giving me challenges and opportunities that i said yes to and no to um for instance um i think uh, the first job that i did right out of school um that international bank that i worked in the immediate boss that i had was uh telling me you know why are you going to university like this job you can become a permanent staff member in if you stay on uh, as an intern for 12 months um and and you'll you'll become just like us i'm like i don't want to be like you i like 9 to 5 no um i i and i was a child i didn't even know what i was going to do but i'm like i i want to be a ceo i want to be a leader um and now i think what 15 years after do i want to be a ceo no <laughs> okay i'm done um because i've had my share and i think i i've i will continue to create but i won't continue to like be in a position of a ceo i, I think i i i lived that and it's done but for him it was so funny he's like oh good luck but it's that, that's not cool that's not okay and um, i mean back then i didn't even realize what was said to me but it was like to say oh you're being so so stupid you foolish girl what are you trying to do but there's so many opportunities for you to create your own world if you're open to it uh i think pretty much similar to me as well like my sima story so i just started off uh, so like when you're doing if you do bio you're a doctor right when you're doing commerce you're an accountant that's how it goes so that's the framework that i told earlier that's how uh, we measure you know the success of your career yeah. you know it's not the bucks you earn but it's you know the position the label yes. right so uh i think in that sense i think i started sima and yeah okay going ahead but down the line even through university i was thinking you know did i choose choose the correct path for me i then like thought maybe i could have done arts and got somewhere else you know because 
I was definitely not. I did sports in school, but not you know sporty, but aesthetically inclined. Uh, that's something that I've always felt. Uh, so even my mother suggested uh, you know doing arts for A levels, but I wanted to you know get into the business world, the corporate world, that to get that exposure. I loved that, but blindly I followed everyone else. Did SEMA and. Uh, I was there circling around trying to discover my purpose and when uh, I decided to do marketing and you know went down that road in my third year then only I discovered you know this is where I should be going this is my this is where I'm good at that is what I'm good at so if I knew earlier there were other qualifications that I could have done to improve my background you know to follow where I really belong uh, I would have been much happier than, you know, blindly doing something the others were doing and thinking, you know, ah, if you're doing commerce, you're going to end up an accountant and a management accountant or a finance person. Yeah, but no offense to anyone, but like so many of my friends are doing good in that field. And yeah, so so that's well, that was the road I was describing and that's what has like, been impacting me throughout and slowly I diversed into this and yeah so the motivating factors for me has definitely changed because I think from here onwards it will evolve but for me it has definitely changed because um, yeah when I was working in the corporate field as an intern the, I also knew that the 8 to 5 thing was not for me and when I started the job here my and when I went to first, when we were there at Hatch, I went to Hatch and I came home and I told my mother and she was like, I think this is a good place for you to work. I think this is the ideal place. She just said that I feel like you found where you belong. And that word itself was like, you know, I uh, thought, wow, then people see that I, there's a big difference in me, including my parents and my family. And no, I'm much happier and I'm much myself. And uh, so those factors have definitely, you know, the motivating factors have changed. And it's just like I said, it's just guiding me towards my purpose. And yeah, uh, so I'm not crying for that. <laughs> I got a little scenty. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, so that was a big win for me coming into GLX. And just like you said, I have met people who I've never thought that I'd meet in my entire life. And I've heard stories from people, you know, I haven't seen uh, or heard about such things. And when I go home and tell my parents and my friends, they are so curious about what I'm doing. And uh, at the end of my university, I did the presentation about Good Life X and my time as a program associate because it's accredited, you know, accredited subject. And but uh, yeah, good got a good grade <laughs> and they were so interested in hearing about good life x and you know what i do and i i did like a small presentation not a presentation but i like one day when few of my friends were taking a ride back home they asked so sasini what are you doing because now everyone's working at you know big corporates and having these you know typical roles and i told I started off as a digital rock star and they were like what's digital rock star and what's what's programmers so what are you doing and uh, then when I gave them the explanation they were surprised like 
oh, there are companies that do that? There are people like that? And I explained about the entrepreneurs that we worked with and the products they have. And they were surprised. And all my time as a program associate and before I've been going around on site visits, field visits, going to visit these companies, sharing my stories and telling my friends, you know, this is what I do to this type of company that does this and they are here and they can't even believe it. And they're like, oh my gosh, you're living your life. That's what they're saying. And, you know, they are just starting off like me, but they're still, you know, in work, going to work eight to five and working even more than that. And the stories I hear from them... I feel like I'm blessed and I found where I truly belong. So what my f- mother saw that day is true. And, uh, you know, I'm going in that direction. I'm really happy to be here. And definitely the factors and my I'm going down the road to find my purpose. But and in future, definitely it will evolve and change. And it will keep changing till I found where I really want to be. And like you... I was also in like in university I always I loved volunteering so that that's why I was working with Rotaract and uh, and all other you know my roles that I've been playing and also I wanted to in, in wanted to incorporate that um, business sense and volunteering and community part so that I was also involved in the business case study club in uh, university. It was, I think, new. Uh, it wasn't there when you all were there, right? Yeah, so there's a business case study club. That's where, you know, get more in, like, it's more practical sense now. In Good. university, yeah. you learn the whole business fundamentals, concepts and everything. But at the case club, we put it in, into practical action and, you know, even though the assignments we got, they were basically written and presentation based. But there I really got the chance to ex- like uh, test it out, test whatever I, uh, you know, learn. And it made a huge impact in me. And I'm so thankful for the case study club. It drove me into another direction. And I wanted to find avenues that I can, um, like, combine my love for volunteering and community part to a business sense so and just and but I didn't know about that like how it can relate to my career but I'm still you know yeah. finding ways that it can improve and I don't know for some reason I ended up here and it was uh, it was a very random spontaneous way I how I ended up yeah. here and you know I'm person as a person who embraces spontaneity and you know loving that factor I think I ended up where I really belong and yeah and it will definitely evolve me and motivate me to work further for it and yeah welcome home (laughs) I I love uh, how you said you love spontaneity and how it allowed you to come here Uh, uh, that's something that's very important to note in life at least it works out well for me and sounds like it does for you if we don't have like a very linear path that we have like drawn in a paper to say this step next this step next this step next this step next and this is the destination you're closing out all the other possibilities doors and pathways that can open up for you that will take you to a place that will truly make you happy and make the best out of you if we have like a preconditioned 
path right and when we kind of define that preconditioned path we are defining it with our current knowledge or with the knowledge of our parents or our friends or the circles or the previous successes but world changes every second every millisecond right so what is that def- destination predefined today and the context of it will completely change tomorrow so you're actually trying to achieve something that is already like in the past but without doing that if you're really open to possibilities to come and find you and to be like water and to let them shape you you don't you can't even imagine what life can offer you um and that's absolutely true because never did i even know the word accelerator or community or working in collaboration and co-creation and how all of that can be something that we can do on a daily basis like a job or a you know a thing that we can get paid for when i was in school or in uni or like 5 years ago i didn't know that but it just comes together and with time it just gets defined and defined and defined and defined and now we have gone way beyond an accelerator and become something much more which i don't even know the word for but it's it's something that we experience when we are doing it and everybody who is with us experiences it and it transforms people and it transforms companies right uh, and it transforms lives and that's so freaking beautiful i didn't plan on doing it i all i wanted to do and be was part of the un but for the same reasons change people's lives i'm not part of the un i don't think i want to be but i'm doing the exactly same thing in a much different way and it's fun and it's so fulfilling so um the next question is when you're going towards your purpose what are the challenges um that that you encountered and how did you kind of navigate through those you want to take that okay um yeah so so far i think most like there are a few challenges that i faced and when i got here and i know that definitely now i'm since i'm on my way to my purpose <laughs> i'll definitely encounter more challenges i think uh, one challenge is trying to um it's definitely hard uh, like it's a big challenge to convince people saying that you know this is not the conventional way you are working towards the greater good and you know it's not the conventional way it is different the path that we take it's different the way we work it's different and trying to convince people saying you know this is how i make a living and this is how this is what i want to do and this is what i con- want to continue uh, it's a little bit of a challenge to convince people but i don't consider it as a challenge because um it like um the thing is so yeah it will it is definitely a challenge but i don't consider it as a challenge myself like it will be a challenge for other people is because um there's always people who'll be you know opinionated about what you're doing sure. even you go in the conventional path oh, i know this is not right you know this is how you should go there so there's no point yeah. but that is one big challenge for me and um i think i overcame this challenge to think you know may like when i 
chose my career and the way I should lead towards it, um, I uh, thought, you know, maybe I've not accomplished much. It's like self-doubt and all. That's something that I accom- uh, overcame as a challenge because every time you sit and wonder, you know, just like you, I was not the first in the class. I wasn't the you know top student. I was not the teacher's pet or favorite. Just a random general sure. school life. Of course, prize givings, never been to prize givings. I've been in the prize giving. Yeah, I've been in the prize giving because I was in the band. Okay. <laughs> to welcome the chief guest, I'll be there in the prize giving. I'm a part of the prize giving, but not for the prize, right? So just for only for A-level and O-level results, I got the prize. That's because you get it, but never the class yeah. top and all. And then to uni, came into uni, not the best, you know, the big four <laughs> GPA, just the normal general GPA. Uh, and also, you know, n- not the best in sports and not balancing, you know, mm. sports and academics, yeah. you know, the literal definition of success. We are just, I'm just a average. normal average person who's, you know, doing my thing, following my spontaneous decision, my random thinking and all that and getting where I am. And just enjoying my life. So at every juncture of that, you know, journey, I was like, am I doing enough? Am I not accomplishing enough? Uh, Can I do, I can do better, but am I like nobody? That's something that always triggers in me. And I think now I have uh, overcome it. Like, I don't know how it's just throughout the past few years, I must have... uh, it's like my self remedy that I yeah. discover. It's like, no, you are happy. You are being yourself. You are. You don't have uh, the. You know, for doing this, you don't have any haters. That's what. Yes. That's what keeps me going, and that's something make that definitely helped me to overcome this challenge. And also, I have definitely uh, supportive parents, family, and friends. I have a very close circle, very small amount of friends who are very supportive and always there for me. And my family also, and uh, my husband, <laughs> they, they are very supportive of what I'm doing. And uh, and they know that it makes me happy. And that is also something that's helping me to overcome this challenge. And... Um, Another challenge is, of course, uh, uh, per like one I told, like how to convince people that this is this is a thing, and you know this is how it is. Other than that, I don't like it's just me putting myself down. Other than that, I don't feel like yeah. I do have a challenge at the moment. But definitely, there will be more challenges because, like I said, I want to work and combine the whole volunteering and business aspect of it and uh, throughout that journey I feel like there will be a lot of challenges that will be opening up and I'm just discovering how these challenges I can overcome these challenges and what can be done but I know definitely you must have had a lot of challenges throughout um I think the biggest one is um, also because of uh, the the type of person that I am, I always come up 
I'm attracted to doing things differently or doing new things. So when you're doing that, one challenge is uh, the risk. But that's a personal challenge. No, like it's 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 if you screw up, it's your life. I'm not risking anybody else's life, right? So that that is one challenge. I mean, so when when Good Life X um, began, it was five years ago. But when we created a company out of this, and I came out from everything else I did to only do Good Life X, I didn't pay myself a salary for 18 months. That wasn't easy. Um, thank God it was during the time of COVID so lifestyle also was very different but still it wasn't easy um, but so those kind of risks you always take but it's your personal risk to take uh, but the challenges like when you're doing something new and when you're introducing new structures frameworks or new ways of doing things there's always uh, it's always a challenge to get um, acceptance I, not even acceptance in a in, in the typical um, typical mainstream way, but to be acknowledged that this is something works, this is something that's needed, this is something that works. Um, so you've got to like really push really hard and show and tell so that people understand. So to get people to understand, I think that's one of the biggest challenges because there's so much that you can say in words, no? People believe and people understand what they see. So to do something for the first time and to showcase and that that journey up to that point until people turn around and say hey this is actually working and pretty cool and and whatever it's a it's a lonely journey it's it's so there's a lot of times where you're like alone and you don't have people who can guide you or to ask advice for from so it's it's that challenge of being alone um and that challenge of always having to kind of prove, showcase and kind of shout on top, from top of a roof to say, look at this, it's, it's actually working, here's a good alternative. Uh, and that's a tiring process to do it over and over again. Um, and it's harder at the beginning of the journey than uh, with time it gets easier um, because people understand, okay, like uh, she's not just wasting our time. Um, so I think that was that that is always a, one of the biggest challenge um, and then also when you're doing this there's a lot of non-believers people say you won't you can't do it you you are doing wasting time you're, you're you won't succeed you're not able to do it and um, I think as women we are always anyway extra hard on ourselves so I'm very hard on myself and it takes a toll so um, when when there's so many non-believers, I'm even more harder on myself. So I really want to, to get out of it, get over it. And I think in some sense I have, uh, but it's, it's also continuous growth and a, a process of evolving yourself out of it. So those were, I think, the two, two main challenges. Um, but having said that, if you're truly living your authentic most self, um, there's people, there's the right kind of people who gets attracted to you and believes in you and will help in any way they can um, to to walk that path with you. So I have been very, very blessed to have found people like that uh, in you guys, in my partners, in the entrepreneurs we work with. And who knows, maybe we might fulfill our purpose as Good Life X soon or later. And if it's soon, we all can do something else together next as we evolve so uh, so i think i'm i'm very 
open to the process of how uh, how we all will evolve through this journey and it's an exciting place to be i don't have any more notes that means we are uh, coming close to the end um but uh, i think um one thing you said about your friends um having come through this journey and have made different choices um i have uh, peers like that too um and i think one thing i'm noticing in my generation is even though they have come and gone through the typical uh, expected path at some point in their life especially if when they hit their 30s they ask themselves the question is this it if this is not it then what else so people are curious to options on how to um define their career define their lives um to make different choices while doing a full time corporate job there's a lot of people who reach out to me wanting to um do something on the side which can be in agriculture which can be in food which can be in coaching and mentoring so people are very i think living in a good time because they have all these different type types of options that are opening up to them to live that life they always wanted to and there's a lot of people around us who are already doing that and in our work we meet people like that day in day out and it's it gives so much of hope in a hopeless environment to be working with people like that so i think we are very blessed that way um to have kind of followed a heart um and to be working with people who are following their heart too um do you want to end in yeah so yeah my peers are definitely you know they're struggling out because they are starting out and and i'm hoping that i also one day meet them in 5 to 6 years and they'll be like is is it and is there anything that i can change can i move into something else and can i really be happy and get to the place that i always wanted to get they are like you no know, be and i am thinking that and i'm hoping most of them will reach out to me and you know say and and they themselves like find what that purpose is and being a person who's still discovering my purpose and i'm i know that i'm closer and i've been saying that throughout this conversation but i hope that i wish and i pray that all my friends will get there as well because i know all of them are very talented and very skilled individuals and they are doing their best and they're doing good in what they're doing but just like you said that a certain point in life will be like is this what we can do there's something yeah. else and something more to it that we don't see yeah. that we are stuck here doing that same you know routine thing but there's more to it yeah. and i'm happy if i will be able to you know help them out with uh what yeah. they are trying to discover and it's important to know that career is not a life sentence and career is not the only purpose in your life or career doesn't define your purpose it doesn't have to it is what you are as a full human being what you do with your time and what you do with the people in your life right so it's it's a really holistic roundabout thing and i want to end with the note to say that um uh, to live life as a full human being is to be 
to be living your fullest potential and to be free to do that and freedom more than anything regardless of which country you are in which society you belong to what profession you belong to freedom is a state of mind you can be working in the most restrictive profession restrictive organization and still be a very free person um so it it always starts with your head and your mind and um uh just like us we hope you'd get to live a free and impactful and purposeful life yeah hope we didn't bore you thank you for listening <laughs>